Aloha Kohala, it's 3 o'clock here on November 8th, 2023. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. It is time for Intuitive Talk Story with Isla Allgood and Mikkel Anna. And we are so happy to be here today. It's gorgeous out there. It and is a beautiful day. It's beautiful out and it's beautiful in, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and what is within is without. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the whole gist of this story that we're in here. This intuitive talk story show is kind of seeing what's inside, what's going on within us so that we can experience the best external out there. And noticing what's out there, what's going on, because uh, it's all connected. Well, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's all one thing, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, awareness, a great word to start off the day. Mm. Awareness, that's a really big word. Um, I was actually in a great talk about that the other day in that awareness, just bringing your awareness to something, you automatically change it just by noticing it, right? You've already shifted it. Which right. is really sometimes half the battle, just to notice it, just getting yourself to see it. Once you've seen it, you can't really unsee it. You know, it's like the hole in the wall. Like, you didn't know it was there. You never noticed it. You're cool. You're not, it's not in your mind. But once you see the hole now, every you time you know, look away. every time you go, you're like, you know, oh, I got to get that fi- hole fixed. You know, I got to get the, there's a hole in the wall. I got to fix that. It's there and you know it. And it becomes something to deal with, right? Well, and I I truly feel this is why people stay in situations because they don't want to see whatever it is. And I remember going to a therapist a long, long time ago and I went about one thing and then I left. And then I went back years later and he said, how come you left? I said, I don't know. I didn't want to go anymore. But in between that time, I got divorced. And it's like I didn't want to know that that might be coming up like, there was a problem in my marriage at the time, you know, like I didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. So if I stayed with him, I might have had a look at something that I wasn't ready to look w- at. Wasn't ready to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, once we see something, then we s- then you can't like you say, you can't you can't unsee it. And it may mean you're going to do something about it. Well, you bring up a great point. So there's awareness, but then there's timing. And timing is everything, isn't it? So we aren't always ready to receive something at a particular moment. Mm -hmm. And and then we got, with that one, I'd like to say, and don't beat yourself up. Yes. Uh, Because we're all receiving exactly what you need when you need it. So we're all on our own hike, our own journey. There's no right way. There's no, you know, this is the only route. There's tons of routes to the top of the mountain. We're all on our own journey. Mm-hmm. And so we just give thanks that we get it when we get it. And for me, I know that I'm like a lot of things and I finally realize, I'm like, oh my God, like I cannot believe. I just, it feels so, some of them feel like so simple once you understand it, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you understand something and it be, immediately becomes simple and you think I can't believe it took me this long (laughs) is that ever happened to you of course and so many many times right because we're in a a period we are actually remembering so once you do know it it's like the hole in the wall like I can't believe I didn't notice it it's been sitting there right in front of my face the whole time but it wasn't time yet to see the hole in the wall right so that's my point is that you're not acknowledging that that feeling we tend to do yeah no exactly it wasn't my time I give myself the compassion and I'm seeing everything exactly when I need to. And now I do know about the whole and great. Now I'll fix it. Perfect. It's actually or not 
or well, not, or you won't well, fix or it. Or not. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's always free, hole in the wall. free choice if you don't, if that, if you're going to That would be difficult for me personally. <laughs> I tend to be someone who wants to fix things. So mm. I'm solution oriented in general. And I'm kind of like, if you come to Good me to with a problem. Good to know about yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you come to me with a problem and you don't tell, it's best, if you don't want me to help you, it's best to tell me, just listen. Like, I don't want to, I don't want any help. I just want to be heard. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll probably try to help you solve it because I'm yeah. all about solutions. Like, well, let's get to the bottom of this and let's, let's solve it. Like, you know, that's <laughs> so as an extrovert, sometimes I need to just talk about things because I can't just think them through. I need to say it out loud. And I'm married to someone who loves to solve problems. And it took me years before I could say, because I didn't realize it. Hey, I just need you to listen. You don't even need to think about this. I don't need any solutions. It just needs to come out because I'll get to whatever solution if there is one. And, you know, it's good to know what you need, the type of person that you are. Really important. Yeah. And that, and that comes into understanding that we're all different. So mm -hmm. we have like, we're having, I'm making a little list here of awareness, <laughs> timing, and then we have diversity, like acknowledging that we're in the frame, we are unified, but we're all so unique in our experience of this journey. Mm. So everyone's experience is valid. So validation in that we're all validated to have the experience that we're having. There's no like, well, that's wrong. That's not true. If you've experienced it, that's your experience. And that's really all we actually know anyway is our experience. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing that really comes up um, big for me this week. There's a lot of deep fakes out there, a lot of things going now. Everything's going online. Things are, people can make voices, they can imitate the whole AI they could, thing. Yeah. They could do a show on us, Isla, and if they, they it, we would wouldn't imitate even be us, there. They wouldn't even, we wouldn't even know it. Yeah. They could pawn themselves up as, off as us. <laughs> and so people are doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I have to say, I had a, I, I actually tried, there was like this crypto thing, I, and I just, I, checked it out and told my crypto friend to check it out. Like, can you see what this is? I yeah. didn't do the whole thing, but I'm like, it looked good, right? And then he went through it and he goes, this was sleek, high skill, deep fake scam. Oh. And he goes, it was so good. It got my 225 bucks. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. Snap. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, he did the due diligence for all of us. We're yes. like, thank you for your sacrifice. But yeah. just to say out there, people are, it's, uh, things are imposters. Things are not what they seem. So don't believe everything you see on the television or here on the computer or people are telling you about the world. You know, I, w I was talking to a dear friend who ha is um has family in the ukraine and i said you know like for instance i you can tell me things about what's going on and i can hear that from you but i still don't know it right i don't know that and you don't know it either because you're not there either like we don't know mm -hmm. we can only we can only process like what we're being what we're being given right which is through somebody else's pers from someone else's perspective and with their perception so there's, you Always could talk to, yeah, you could talk to 10 different people in the Ukraine and get 10 different stories about what's going on. Just like when there's a, ba yeah. a bank robbery, that's why yeah. they do interview everybody because you get 10 different stories and you come up with the thread of the real, real deal. What yeah. actually yeah, happened what, here? <laughs> yeah. What's really going on? And then 10 different sketches and you get the right guy, you know, because right. they're like, yeah, he was six foot and then he ends up being five, four, you know, you know, like, cause they, cause they're scared. You see things differently when you have filters going. 
you know, if you're in fear, you're gonna. It could someone could look like a huge. He was huge. He was so big. <laughs> and he turned out to be a, a you little know, guy. A, I don't a, know. A, a female, a five foot two sure. female, because the uh, the person was projecting it would be a man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that can get you really know. Yeah. Really so fun w- and when you're talking about uh, the deep fakes and stuff, I've been. I'm usually very trusting of what I read and what I see. And I've been researching a lot about the scalar technology. And and I come across something and I'm like, wow, that sounds awesome. And then I'm like, maybe a little too awesome. Like, you need to really research it. Don't just believe it and, like, pay the $225. Sure, sure. Because this is the quick, this is the quick thing to do. No, you, you need to keep doing your, That's right. your Due own, diligence. In, yeah, your own research. And, and that yeah. brings up trusting ourselves. Yeah. So trusting yourself, and this is back to like why we cut cords, why we sever agreements, because mm-hmm. you're trusting your own information. Isla can, or I can read this thing, or Isla can tell me all about such and such, but ultimately I just want to receive it like, okay, cool, like a piece of paper, like, oh, interesting, I'll read it, and and take this information yeah. and like, oh, this is Isla's opinion on this, and this is so-and-so's, that's interesting, I, I like that, I can see it, and maybe connect to some of it, and I kind of feel that way too, but I'm putting it against my own information, my own source connection, right. and I'm staying centered in that. I'm not connecting into their information. I'm just having fun communing with the information, which is more of a cooperative, concept-based way of thinking, which really gets right. into, and I, I've realized it, it in this, that that's, we've talked about this before, this gets into a, a higher level of communication where we're out of taking things personal. Because if we're still taking things personal in programming, then we tend to not be able to have real neutral on the table conversations. And that's really what we want to be able to do is look at something on the table and it's just this cool neutral concept you and I are talking about. We have our own total connection and it's just Mm -hmm. cool. It's, oh, that's fun. Interesting. interesting. It's interesting. interesting. We're curious. Back to that. And, And the checking in, you know, checking in intuitively. Is this is this this resonating with me, or is it not clear? Okay, maybe it's not clear. So if I want to pursue it, I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to read some more. I'm going to ask more people about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then putting it the back clarity. up against yourself. And right. Does that feel good? Does that feel right to me? Is that all really resonating? And now mm-hmm. I'm getting enough information to maybe felt validate my own understanding mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. makes me feel good about it. Then mm-hmm. I can make that really you know, decision based in in some real heart and head thought coherence between my mind and my heart. So that's right. what I hear you saying is don't just trust. I feel it. I want to do it. But yeah. at the same time, you don't just want to trust what they tell you either. And just what my mind says, it's about, well, 80% of the people check out to be good. You know, right. we don't want to go on that either. Right. So we have to use this heart and head coherence, which is Absolutely. again what we keep talking about um, in the left and right brain and kind of what we even started out something today. Oh, that gets into that expanding our consciousness. So yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, heart and mind coherence, having that heart and mind connection mm-hmm. is really, I think, a core for that. It's super important. And uh, I don't think I would have gotten through the pandemic <laughs> without it. Because what I was what I was hearing in my, my head and what I was being told from many sources wasn't aligning with what I was feeling, what was going on and what I 
wanted to do for my own body with the whole vaccine thing. And, and that was hard. So I kept doing my due diligence. I kept, okay, well, let me see, let me ask this person. Here's somebody who, uh, I'll just explore them. And, and they may have a totally different opinion than me, but I want to listen to that because I was open to hear all of it, all of it, not just take what I was told from one source and say, here, this is what you, you're going to do. No, that doesn't feel right to me. So just keep doing my research. And I think a lot of us did that through that time uh, to get the, the best information that we could from within and without. Right. And it, trusting yourself. And if you're someone who didn't trust yourself and feel like you want to trust yourself, well, there's still time to do so. Yeah. Like, just trust yourself today. Yeah. And she's like, right, I'm going to listen to myself, my heart, and what my real spirit feels like. You know what? I don't have to just do what the memo tells me, whatever that is, and whatever framework. You know, it's like we don't just have to do what we're told. This kind of Western society has really trained people to do what they're told. You were trained to sit in the classroom for so many hours. You're right. trained to sit down and shut up. You were trained to do many things. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of untraining going on here to realize you can be your expressive, amazing, dynamic, co-creative being that each and every one of us is. Mm -hmm. And that, that isness is really... It's, it's in being our dynamic that we're all superheroes, we're all co-creators, we're all special. All of us are unified in our unique specialness. <laughs> but then we each have a, like a different facet. But everyone's right. amazing. And so we're helping each other to become more amazing and to peel the layers. Like, I, I, like I've said since I was 19, am I nothing but a transparent onion peeling away the layers to reveal the brilliancy of that which rests within? I was watching a program about uh, how children develop uh, as they get to be five and six, they lose a lot of that connection to spirit because they get involved with peers. And, and it said that, you said the word superhero, that by 10, they're now mimicking Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman, where when they were three and four, they were those they didn't need that external. Uh -huh. They already believe that. Ooh, I love that you bring this up. Yeah. So one of the one of the inversions I'd love to throw out there to think about is we were the superhero. That was part of the inversion. Yeah. You know, this whole like power thing, yeah. which is what that teaches. And a lot of the models of the movies and what you see out there, they might be expressing these like cool concepts of light and dark. Problem is they keep you there in duality. They don't ever get you to unity. They they keep doing this like fight between good and evil and which keeps right. you There's stuck always the, yeah. on that section. Yeah. Right? So when we expand out and we were just talking about expanding. No. No. The thing before. Superhero. Yes. And sorry, I just went <laughs> poof. And so um, the superhero thing is that we are actually releasing you may have already been a superhero. Like and how that works is it's a archetype like you know, I was talking with someone and they're like how could you know if people so many people have had like I've been Cleopatra or whatever yeah right yeah, well, yeah. because it's an archetype it's like a program that gets inserted and you play it out so Cleopatra you're experiencing that so is so-and-so over there so-and-so over there in their little bubbles of worlds yeah in programming maybe not the actual story it's more of a concept back to concepts mm -hmm. these are experiential concepts I know that's a bit abstract. However, my point is that programs are, are archetypal. So it's really like 
maybe I played out the Athena program. Maybe I played out the Superman program. Mm -hmm. And so it's when we're dressing up like that, we're trying on those programs and we're Mm -hmm. saying that we need to be something else in order to be magnificent, which we do not. We already are magnificent. So the Mm -hmm. lie there is that become Superman so that you can be something, but you already are quote unquote Superman just as, you know, Adam or, you know, Bob or Musa or whoever, you know, Keone. So we're whatever we are already, we're already that. And it's understanding that and peeling the layers of what we thought we needed and what we thought we are to release siphons, which are things sucking from us, like a siphon, you know, suck something out, (laughs) you know, cords and siphons, honestly, Mm -hmm. just pulling power from your vessel. So we don't, we are, we are in, because the other thing about superhero thing, right? It brings back hierarchy. See, it stays in hierarchy. And that's pretty much the ultimate sign of that you're still in duality is if you're resonating hierarchy. If there's hierarchy there, it's duality. If that's, and now you're in a bi-wave system. And a bi-wave system is a closed system. And that still keeps you in the field of three-dimensional thinking. In order to move out of that, we have to jump out of that into a tri-wave system where there's that third circle and we, f- we go up into unity and we see that we don't have to swing on the pendulum back and forth, but we can rise up and just go, oh, it is what it is. Thanks and praise we go around the circle because it's all one thing. And if, if you're, uh, I just happened to be watching Carolyn Meese today before I came here. Uh, that's my relaxation. <laughs> and she was talking about archetypes. So if you're out there and you're like, what is she talking about with the archetypes? Look up the word archetype. There's many people. Carolyn Meese has been around forever. Um, and she's like, she's kind of funny because she's someone that kind of just tells it like it is. She just, she doesn't sugarcoat it. Gosh, I love her already. <laughs> <laughs> and she's older than me. So she's been doing it a long time. And she's, I, I like that about her. There's no, you're not wondering what, sh- she's not like, like new agey and kind of, oh, and everything's beautiful and da, 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 da. No, no, no. She's like got that gruff voice and she's like, yeah, this is the way it is. <laughs> beautiful. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a little like that myself. <laughs> <laughs> so before we were talking about intuition and it brought up something that I noticed in my own life. Many years ago, I was very developed on my upper chakras. I was spending a lot of time in spirit Mm -hmm. and I trusted my intuition implicitly. And that was lovely and beautiful. And I was also going through a lot of emotional stuff and I was learning a lot about my emotions. And sometimes I was telling myself that this path A was the correct path because intuitively it was the right path, but it was really more my emotions that wanted it to be that path. Mm-hmm. So I think as, as we evolve and as we grow, knowing the difference between this is a gut feeling, I need to go here, I need to do this, versus my, you know, I'm getting excited about it, or I'm, I, I don't know, whatever the, the, that it's really more emotional driven than intuitive driven and I do feel that comes from practice and paying attention to the nuances of what's different in that I really agree with that and I it brings up a big word of surrender surrender um, that has been so paramount for me 
you know, especially in this last cycle. Mm. And I think this last death, rebirth, spiraling up that we're really doing and kind of this is a continuation of that kind of conversation here is that we're dying to old things and um, surrendering to what uh, I, I've endured for me in, in my journey. I can attest from my own experience. Everything I thought I wanted to have, I've had to surrender. I mean, like, but I wanted that. I can't even have that. No, hmm, fine. I let go of that too. And sometimes yeah. it feels like that. I'm like, oh, and it takes all I have to just surrender to God and go, okay, I give it up because you realize this whole thing is a game. This whole thing is a template. The entire thing is not what you think. It's not what we think it is. And when we realize that, then you kind of have to take your mind. This goes back to going wide and taking mm -hmm. your mind wide. Because if you look at like the speck on the, you know, on the table, like this lid, it's a mess. It's dirty. This thing right here. It's so, but it's, a, I'm just concentrating on that. You open your spectrum and you realize that lid's just sitting on a counter in a whole room full of a whole lot of other things. Oh, it's, I guess it's not that big a deal. It's so right, it's perspective. perspective and yeah. widening that perspective mm -hmm. so that we can surrender our human desire is what that is. Mm. It's really our, it's what, what the classic story is. What Isla do, you know, you want one of these, the baubles, the shiny things. That's yeah. what the world is doing. Do you want this? You want that? A desire? You want is Hey baby, from sex to drugs to rock and roll to yeah. the whole gamut. To the all the whole stuff. thing yeah. is about desire. Right. So it is about giving up your quote unquote desire and what you think mm -hmm. you need to understand that you already are all of it. You already mm -hmm. have it. See, that's the biggest thing difference. It's not like, well, I don't get to have any. Well, you don't get to have it if you need it so badly. That's the, the hilarious joke. If you need it, you don't get to have it. Once you don't need it, hey, you might get to have it. And that's how this place works. So the more you let go, the more you get to have. Mm -hmm. The more you surrender and you just go from your heart and you're like, you do it with a glad heart, right? Like, mm -hmm. not because I'm getting anything, not because I'm going to, not because I'm leveling up. It's because I do it with a glad heart and I surrender and I humble myself to source. That's like our commitment really is that I humble myself to God. That's the commitment. It's not a fancy path. I, it's not fancy in that way. Mm -hmm. it, in fact, you're like, gosh, yeah, actually you don't get nothing. And, and then nobody, and no one's going to, and a lot of people don't even like resident they don't even understand you now you know or the more you let go the more people like you're crazy or whatever you mm -hmm. know and so it is like really a coming home to your own heart to your own essence to your own love to the, to the holy mother you know the holy mother and father that holds us to welcome it back into this grid into ourselves because as we have made choices to incarnate into this earth template we have the power to change it by making choices and awakening within these vessels, these vessels at this level incarnate. Mm -hmm. See, then we can change it. Things that are not incarnate can't change it. They're not in, you don't have a power control. You do. We all do. Mm -hmm. We are all here. We can affect what goes on because we are co-creating it. We're co-collectively creating this amazing story. And at the same time, you are experiencing your own private vibrational movie. Absolutely. Um, that reminds me of, uh, I had these two friends years ago when I was in my 20s, and the one friend was rather materialistic. She picked her, uh, her boyfriend, who she wound up getting married to, because of the car he drove. And the other friend wasn't materialistic at all, really didn't care about that stuff, and wound up um, connecting with, uh, wound up having a lot of stuff. 
So, and, and you know, friend one who didn't get the stuff was mad at friend two because friend two got the stuff, didn't even care that she got the stuff. And I think uh, that's... That's totally it. Yeah. It's really about not caring that you got the stuff. It's like, it's like nice. it doesn't matter. Right. The stuff was, to, to, to friend two, grateful. it was, she, she had gratitude and she was thinking about how she was going to help people with the stuff that she got. And friend one was still mad <laughs> that she two. didn't get it. <laughs> and you know, you bring up a great, so this gets into victim, victimizer again, and um, kind of this program that's really up, everybody, peel away <laughs> your victim, victimizer programming. Don't play the blame game. You don't want to do that no more. Yeah. You don't want to blame and be blamed and feel bad and all that just jazz. Yeah. We don't need to do that no longer. No. And that's, that's a part lot of, of that, right? That's part of the, the spiraling up is to, to release that. That's right. Yeah, feeling bad about what you don't have or you didn't get or, you know, uh, any of that it, it's being in gratitude because when you go to gratitude and you're in that attitude of gratitude I love that expression you're in an attitude of gratitude it's really tough to be annoyed with nonsense because you're at that higher vibration you're at that higher frequency and uh, blame and and victim they're somewhere else. They're not on your scale. Which reminds me of a, a client and I were talking this week, mm-hmm. and they were. Um, it, it was a, a woman who was talking to us about someone that was annoying them. Like, oh my gosh, they just keep activating this one pattern, you know, of, of not feeling, you know, like they just feel so a certain way, like they, you know, kind of complaining about a pattern. Yeah. And. And then as they were talking to me, I, I was reaching into that and said, oh, no, they're not going to want to hear this. <laughs> that because, and here's the, here's the hot tip on the uh, fine tunes here on the, as it gets more, more tricky, is that it's all you. You're all in your, it's, we're all in our own game. So anything in front of you is still you. So as this person was talking to me, I thought, and they were complaining about kind of what that person does, I was seeing a flash of real of the things they do in their own fear. Like they were kind of saying the person's coming from this and they are feeling their own thing of that. So expressing, that's the mirror. So whatever is right in front of you, we want to blame it or be like, God, if only they wouldn't and those people would stop. That's the victim victimizer part of that. And it's because of something actually that I'm still holding on to, right? Or still inside of me. I still have fear in there. It's so deep. She couldn't see it. So it still has to be reflected around you. And that's part of paying attention back to awareness, being aware of what's, wait, why is this actually showing up in my journey? There's always a reason. Nothing's just there. It's like all has kind of a little bit of purpose. Mm-hmm. So you're like, ooh, what was that about? It's always doing something to show you something. So if you play your game diligently and you're playing the game to win it, you know, you're on your own journey and you're just like, dun, dun. you're in an arcade game, dun, 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 dun. and it's just like leveling. You're, you're focusing on playing your own game and that leveling up which is being about really surrender. So in order to level up, it means I surrender to the heart of God. I let go of what I think I need and I'm willing to get out of this place in whatever form and like save Jumanji and like go home kind Mm -hmm. of thing. I'm willing to do that. And that's what I'm really saying. And so when you play the game like that, now you're going, ooh, every time, and this is where you use the pearls, you pay attention. Joe Smo, you know, starts talking and I'm like, oh, he's bugging me right then. You're like, excuse me, Joe, go to the bathroom. Bathrooms of the world. That's your office. Go there and quickly put your hands on your body and find out, ooh, what am I feeling? 
why am I getting so annoyed? What's really going on inside of me, inner self? And talk to that inner you and find it, breathe it, be it, change it. Because now you're doing something to be proactive and that movie doesn't have to keep playing because your other option is, oh, I'm so sick of this person. I wish they'd stop, which right. only does what? Creates more of it because the more you don't want it, the more you're going to get it. Absolutely. And the more you let it go, the more you'll be at peace. So back to that, if you let things go like your friend, yeah. she got to have prosperity because she wasn't attached to the prosperity. Right. And the other person who was attached to the prosperity couldn't have the prosperity because they were so attached to it and right. then they even blamed someone else instead of taking responsibility for their own well attachment. they went into that the friend a went into the the lower frequencies jealousy Envy, and blame right. and and victim and how come uh, what about come, me i what did about me i'm a good person did, right well, what do you do is she better All than that. me because right. she and then that's i'm not good enough See, yes. I'm not a good enough. And that comes with, yes. I don't deserve to have prosperity. Somewhere in her framework, right. I would say, I mean, just if I was listening to that, I would say, oh, maybe working on your money self. Like, do I deserve? Do I really believe? It's really about deserve. Do I really yeah. believe that I deserve prosperity and happiness? Right. Do I deserve that? Do I feel that? If right. that's if I'm like, no, I don't really believe I deserve it. I'm not really worthy. I'm not really good enough. And if this that was someone I that up, had a very strong. Uh, I'm not good enough. See, there. going on under so there. So that would yeah. that would create that. So yep. if she was doing the work, she would then go, oh, I'm feeling I'm not good enough. And then she grab right. it and go, oh, that's my thing. Actually, I'm good enough. I'm worthy. And you know what? I could have that also. And give thanks for Joe, you know, Susie Q having it. I'm so grateful. She has it and I can have it. Woo, we're all having it. Let's all be having it together. <laughs> you know, uh, well, you know what? Let's take a station break because it's about half time. And then we'll come back and we'll go. We'll keep going. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. Hang on, everyone. That's right, Kohala. There is a song in my heart, and it's thanks to KNKR. I love doing my show, Women's Voices. Please tune in every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. You can catch it on your radio at 96.1, or you can go stream it at knkr.org. Number fives, High Wall, Nishimura Bay, Lumber Yard. All of these are place names that are Mahu Kona. Join Kelly Emiliano when he talks story about the history of Mahu Kona every Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the old railway station down at Mahu Kona. Mahu Kona is a former settlement on the island of Hawaii and was the terminus of the Hawaiian Railroad. This series is being sponsored by the Hawaii Island Land Trust, dedicated to preserving the history and the important places of our island home. You can find more information on this and other events at hilt.org. 
Please join Keone Emiliano Wednesdays 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the old railway station down in Mahukona. Enjoy the stories of our community. See you there. Aloha. Welcome back to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is Intuitive Talk Story with Isla Allgood and... Mikkel Anna. And uh, we were just uh, strategizing where we're going next. And <laughs> it wasn't... St- <laughs> it's all good. Um, anyway, uh, a word came up for me when we were talking before. The word is leadership. And it came up for me more as a question about... Uh, like I know I have a lot of leadership in my chart, my uh, astrological chart. And I'm like, well, what is that? Does that mean I need to keep planning things and doing big things because that's what leaders do? And so it's mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. as we're talking about, you know, letting go and and um, w- surrendering, you know, to me, where is where where do, where do those two words come together leadership and surrender Ooh, i got i got some what do you girl. got what do you got oh, for that for honey? Hot topic this week too i love that these are so aligned <laughs> um so this comes into our shift out of our old uh, 3d leadership yes. model which is top down yes model. Mm-hmm. And um, a 5D compassionate model mm-hmm. is, so if you just have the pyramid, we use that triangle structure. Right. You know, we typically think of in a hierarchical system, well, there's the president and he runs the show, you know, and, and he's on top. And that's what we normally think of as leadership. So I'm again going to flip the script and I'm going to give some props to my papa right now, mm-hmm. Mr. Raymond Jude Carrillo, um, because uh, he taught me this long ago and he's an, been an amazing leader himself in many ways. And um, that he said a true leadership, you know, true leadership, honey, is not about that. Mm. It is the it's the other way around. You take that triangle, you flip it upside down and the real leader is holding everybody up and empowering them mm-hmm. to reach their dreams. That's a real leader, mm. which is a very different model. So it's mm-hmm. you're actually a lot on the bottom. So I myself have tried to kind of live this myself. I feel like I'm a, I've always like kind of marveled, you know, running. I've run my own businesses and such, and everyone else gets to do work trade. Not me. I mean, I work. I work. I'm on the bottom. I'm on yeah. the bottom. I, it's my thing. I'm the one running it, and so I work the most, right? You know, yeah. I work the most yeah. and lift other people up, right? right? That's what ends up happening a mm-hmm. lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, but not in a negative way, but in a way of, of we are empower each other. So to me, true leadership is about reaching into what do, do you need to be successful mm-hmm. and empowering another person to activate their highest and best self mm-hmm. to create the life they'd like to live. If I'm helping you do that, then whatever we're doing is going to be blessed because you're going to be in alignment with your soul purpose and you're going to feel passion and grace. And that's kind of like what I do. I do spiritual guidance, helping people understand their world, what they're doing, you know, often in, um, you know, weekly sessions on the phone or in person, helping people to, to navigate those things and peel things away and then really show up as your best self. So 
I, I like to teach that leadership is about building lighthouses and that is really being lights for one another mm-hmm. and about empowering each other. Right. And then it doesn't, it doesn't really matter where the light, when you look out and everything's bright and light, it isn't about who's the brightest light. It's exactly. about just creating that illumination everywhere. Well, you realize yes. that you don't own the light and you're just yeah. glad it's brighter. <laughs> You're just like, great, more light. Awesome. And that's actually yeah. what you want. You don't want to own the light because that's, you want, and more like, the, if I give it to Joe and then he goes way over there and shines it, great, great. awesome, we're getting somewhere now. Yes. Everybody go shine your light. Mm-hmm. I, I, we don't, it's not all on me. We're all like, we're all together shining our lights because back to unity, we've left a hierarchical system. We're not doing a level hierarchical system. We're in a unified, equal field in the realm of uniqueness and diversity. So you're, we're unified and we are equal, but we are diverse and unique. None of us are the same. None of us have the same gifts. We all have different time put in, things we've gotten good at, things we've studied, etc. That would be kind of like your niche, but that doesn't make you better than or worse than. It's just curiosity and cool and what do you, what's right. your cool thing angelic human yeah and and it, it it changes in the moment too um one of the things i learned back when i took a leadership program was the ability to lead from the back of the room and that is really about holding space so there's so there's someone up there and they're giving a talk on blah 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 and you're you're back there nobody knows you're there they don't even see you back there and you're mm-hmm. focused on the energy of that space so that that person who's going blah, 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 and all those people can get the greatest benefit from that process. Okay, now this is something I've spent a lot of time doing because I've taught <laughs> children. Yeah. And I've had children perform. Yeah. And I'm often at the back of the room literally mm. doing choreography with my hands. Yes. Small and signaling them. So just in case they need it, they'll look at me. I'm in the back. No one knows I'm there. I'm also doing what you're talking I'm holding yes. the energy. I'm always set energy. Every, yeah. Everything I do, I'm doing mm-hmm. that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a really fun thing to do. Um, and, and the magnitude, and that's just to say to everybody, we are all so beautifully, um, not the word powerful, but powerful and a beautiful, co-creative Humble, co-creative humble way, way yeah. just that there's so much infinite love to pull from that all of us can create together and all there's enough for everyone there's not like a lack of anything so it's not like well if joe does it then now shit i'm not didn't do enough of it no it just makes more for everyone and everything there's nothing like that i have to do better than or whatever it's just like great she did it i i actually love so much in my life i have ideas and i just put them out in the field and then literally it shows up, someone's doing it. I'm like, perfect. I didn't have time to do that. I mean, I can't do everything right, I think right, of. Right, Come on, exactly. I think of a lot of things. Yeah. So, you know, that first time that happened was... That's, that's not really being attached. It. Yeah, it was when I was a child. Well, I was a teenager and I was... Wouldn't it be the coolest thing if there was a teen dance club at the top of our road? Like up at, you know, at the... Yeah. This, literally a year later, one opened. Yeah. It was there yeah. for only a year and a half and then poof, gone. Gone. Yeah. It was, I was yeah. like, later on, I thought, I manifested that place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, your thoughts, you're creating all the time. So mm-hmm. we don't have to own any, and that's open source, baby. Keep it all open source, unattached and amused. It's mm-hmm. here for all of us. The more, the merrier. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the opposite of the competition concept and lack. And when we talked about awareness earlier, the, f- the first word I wrote down was manifestation, 
because when you are more aware, to me, the you become aware of the ability to manifest, that you can put things out in the universe, you can ask for something, and then you let it go. And, and if it's in the greatest and highest good of everybody, it shows up. And if not, okay. You gotta love that classic American statement, if you love something, set it free. If it yeah. comes back to you, it was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if not, it was never meant yeah, to be Yeah, it wasn't all. for you. It wasn't for you. Like, right. it, And what you've done, sometimes it's not even that it wasn't meant to be, it's that you did your part and now you're just done. Like you might've thought I was supposed to do a whole story here, but this was all I was actually supposed to do. And I accomplished my mission. Sometimes you're actually just done and there's mm -hmm. nothing more here. And we get to move forward into a new journey, a new chapter. So remembering that you're on this adventure and that kind of is like unattached and amused being aware of the energies. If you're learning still, you're in the right place. It's kind of how I am for myself. If I feel felt in my life when I have felt like I'm not learning anything or I'm not feeling at peace or I feel like there's something I need to go get or I'm feeling any of that energy. But before it was, I needed, it's because I, I was ready to learn something different. I needed different reflections around me I needed to spend time in a different thing, understanding something different. And, you know, I myself am stubborn. And so I took myself around <laughs> the world looking for all my stuff. And, you know, and, and it's kind of the Sid Hartha story. Like I went everywhere and then it's just right back here in my own self. Yeah. Right here yeah. in my own heart yeah. is where everything is. But we feel called deeply and we feel restless when we are still needing reflections to reflect to us these things we talked about like I need to see it so I don't feel that that angst and you know what I'm really loving is that after traveling and going all over for so many years not that I won't travel again I, I hope to I love traveling but I'm really feel so at peace in going nowhere I feel mm -hmm. so at peace and en enlivened and it like so gratified by just the experience of breathing through my day it mm -hmm. feels so alive and I feel so fulfilled just in that. Like, I'm like, I don't really need anything. I don't need that, that kind of an adventure. Yeah. You're finding the adventure in your own moments. Right. And yeah. that's what I'm imparting with these tools is to find your own adventure in your own mm -hmm. moment and feel filled up in yourself so that you're not out there looking to get something. You're actually already full. You know, that's why we do the tools. You disconnect from everything, bring into your awareness, come into your own, full, fill the cup. And then you go cruising around. You're not trying to get anything or it doesn't become that courting situation. You're just enjoying, communing, being one with and cooperation, which is a very different model than giving and getting, right? Right. Absolutely. So one of the things we were going to talk about was um, the whole expanding consciousness and what does what does expansion feel like? What does so it someone look asked like? you that, right? Yeah, because I said I, uh, that I wanted to experience more. I wanted to expand my consciousness more. I don't know. Maybe I just like the way it sounds. <laughs> so what what do you feel when you say that? When you said you didn't really have an answer, right? When you no, said, no, I don't. How I, do you know? I, What's the question? Yeah, How do you know when you've expanded what, your consciousness? Right. What does it What does it feel like? Mm. You know. So maybe I have some preconceived notion of what that's going to be. And one of the words that came up for me was perfection. Mm. Looking for perfection. Looking for my life to be more perfect. That I'm not bumping into walls. <laughs> mm. And so, so. I, intuitively, I know that's not it, but it's only through the exploration of it that I can find out what it is or it isn't. <coughs> or maybe I don't even want to ask that question anymore. So that totally brings up, right, <laughs> it, like what is it, are we focused on 
the right, the like the left brain aspect, which is kind of more of a quantitative qualification. Well, what? How many people did you serve? Where did you get there? And where's your destination? Yeah. Did you get there on time? Or is it about the journey? So is it about mm-hmm. the journey, or is it about the destination? So for me, as I exp- as I expand and will continue to mm-hmm. expand my consciousness. For me, I actually have the opposite feeling. I feel a feeling of um, freedom Mm -hmm. because I feel like, wow, the more I understand, the more I realize how complex, big, huge, vast, totally intense, complicated, like uh, bigger than I can possibly even conceptualize in this little brain and body, Mm. how big it is. So then I feel really free because I feel like, oh, it is so big. How would I possibly know anything? Like, like how could my human could mind my human understand? Mind you know what? It's great that I know anything at all. I don't need to know anything. I should just like listen and hang out. I mean, like, jeez. It feels more like that, like a weight off my shoulder. Like, oh, there's no need to ever be perfect. Look at this. It's huge. Oh, it's so big. Are you never, you're never going to be perfect. I mean, like, this is like, it's, a, it's, a, it's lifetimes and lifetimes of interesting expansion and interesting games. Because you have to remember this. What is any of all this? Well, if it's just God and you believe in unity, you believe that there's only one thing and there's only one God, well, then what is everything? It's just God dreaming of itself because, well, I was just sitting by myself and I decided I'm going to, you know, have a like, you know, I just don't want to sit here forever and nothingness. So I'll just dream a little dream with myself. (laughs) So I dream up this whole thing. So obviously it's about my journey because I'm dreaming and I want to experience the dream. Otherwise, I just wake up and sit here in darkness by myself again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree with you. Um, (laughs) And as you were talking, I was seeing all of these like a, a, the biggest puzzle in the world yeah. and each of us are one piece so no matter how much I think I'm expanding I can only expand as much as everybody else is expanding because we're all in this together it's not about who's expanding more or who's doing more or who's working harder or it, it just it's, it's just about what am I doing? Am I doing my work? Right. Well, if you're thinking about who's doing something, you're still in duality. Right. So, so again, where are you leaping from? So if you're leaping mm-hmm. from a plane of unity, like I want to live in unity, then see, and that's what I love things like, uh, if, like a uh, core phrases, because like what you just said, the second you go, well, I believe it's all one. Well, then everything you just said is not, it can't be possible. Then I can't compare anybody to anything because it's all one. So that's all out the window. So yeah. you take like a, something that's a truth and the second you put, a thought against it, you're like, that doesn't well, then line it up. Doesn't line yep. up, so it must not be real. Mm-hmm. Boom, out the door. So we we release all that to realize that we're just here in this expanded format. That there's, it is about the journey and experiencing it, and it's so far to go. Like really, we're at the bottom of the barrel in energetics. We're like in the lowest. I don't know. It feels better than the. You know, the 1300s might have been. Well, I what I mean, those, it, it, well, yeah, I don't mean like, you know, I just mean energetically speaking of what we can as souls spiritually oh, sure. be. I don't know. I believe that yeah. we are so much more and have like that we're of, like kind of expand, like the earth itself is a living Christos, Christ, Sophia mm-hmm. being. Like you could become an earth someday, Isla. Maybe you are, you know what I'm saying? Like it's this, this feeling I could that be a anything globe. is possible. 
I could be a globe. I wonder if I could eat ice cream when I become a globe. Funny that you call it a globe. (laughs) A globe. But maybe it's not a globe. The next Earth. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, it could be a hexagon. I don't. Know. I don't really know. All I know is that it's fun to conceptualize and be curious, mm-hmm. because when we get locked into any thought frame and we think we know something, mm. we tend to lose. So I like to stay curious and be in the state of unknowing. So I also love to just put my mind in thinking about things that I think I understand, but just like like put it out there like something you think you already know about oh yeah going to space or whatever and just go forget I even know anything about it let me just like take a whole different like somebody else's totally different viewpoint and kind of just try it on and experience what they're experiencing and see what they think about it for curiosity just to understand another version of what's possible trying on somebody else's perspective without without Taking it on. So yes. when I say no, that, I don't mean like yeah. put it on yourself and now I'm not. I just mean being able to see from different eyes. And that goes back to putting kind of I started in the beginning talking about putting a concept on the table, mm-hmm. being able to talk about it neutrally is being able to see different perspectives, which we have to come from curiosity mm-hmm. to do that because it's like I'm not pushing my point. Like if you think something different, I'm like, well, no, Isla, it has to be this. It's just like, oh, that's interesting that uh, you experienced it that way and I experienced it this way. Both are valid. The key is to be able to listen to the other person in this instance, what we're talking about. You're listening and you're not making any judgments and you're not saying what this person says negates what you say. There's no competition. It's listening to that person and that's it. And you don't know where that's going to go. And that's you know, that can be a challenge to do that, to, to listen no, without the judgment and see what, see what develops from that. Well, if you're doing that, you're now, li- you're now not hitting wound. See, now you're mm-hmm. not taking something personal. Back to the four agreements. Mm-hmm. Take nothing personal. Make no assumptions. Be impeccable with your word. Always do your best. If you're doing those four things, you're really winning the game because that means you're having neutral conversations. If you're not taking something personal and you're not making assumptions, that means you're just listening and you're not putting it up against yourself. And most of the time, people are comparing themselves to whatever they're having a conversation with, especially if it's somebody that's similar to you. Let's say you're both, you know, you're both, uh, you know, carpenters or you're both, you know, fishermen. He's like, well, check out my boat. You're like, oh, and I have a boat, you know? So then yeah. I'm like, oh, nice boat. And he's like, yeah, I just shine the thing. Like, I should really shine mine. Yeah. You know? And you're like, he's like, I just polished the window. God, I need to get new windows. You know, you're thinking about all your own stuff, which is like instead put that aside and it's especially hard when, well, you have a boat too, so it's hard to do, yeah. but you put it aside and just relish in Bob's just boat. Just enjoy. Just enjoy Bob and moment. his experience of his boat and yeah. what he's off showing you and just be wow, that's really cool you did that. I might glean some ideas for my project because I'm curious and hey, I love good ideas and I am gonna redo those windows, so I might as well glean a little from Bob, he just did it. But I'm not thinking like, oh man, I should be doing, it's more like, oh, fun. Ooh, that's a great idea. Oh, I'm going to use that, Bob. Oh, I love what you're doing. Oh, that's the coolest thing ever. And now you can level up your boat. Exactly. (laughs) Not because you're competing, but because now you have some new inspiration. Yeah, because I was curious and I was excited and I was so excited for my friend and his experience. Mm -hmm. And just experiencing the experience with him Mm -hmm. instead of having my own experience and butting it up against his. 
So now we're having fun because see, yeah. that's when someone gets to join you. And that's what we all really want. Join me in my experience for a minute, would you? Yeah. Walk with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so often we, we, someone's sharing a story and we take it away from them because we have to tell our story. Right. This happens, I've seen this happen so many times when it comes to anyone who's like had an ER visit. It's oh. like, it's like someone's telling you that they went to the ER last night and here's what happened. And before you know it, everyone who's sitting there is like, oh my God, I remember when I went to the yeah, ER. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh gosh, can we just let this person have their moment and, and we can tell our story tomorrow? Like. <laughs> Leave it alone already. You had your moment. That happened 10 years ago. Well, like and you also don't have to prove in the moment. And that comes back to sometimes not good enough. Yeah. Prove in the moment that, you know, it's like you tell, you're like, oh, I went to Cirque du Soleil and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I went to Cirque du Soleil also at the yes. blah, blah. See, that's like, I need to prove to you that, well, I've done it too. In that moment, let's say if you're having a real, let's say it was you're like celebrating your f anniversary. It's a special thing. And that's different than if we're just chatting. But, you know, like I'm taking away the moment by putting my moment in there instead of just allowing and going. Allowing. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I can always tell her later that I've gotten to Cirque du Soleil too. And be like, you remember that time you were telling me about it? You know, I too went to one. I really enjoyed it. But it's not, if I'm trying to do it now, then I'm, I've got some energy on it. Something's going on for me. I'm kind of try, trying to like one up. Yeah. And I'm feeling something. That means I might be feeling like, well, God, I, you know, well, I, I'm good enough too. And see, that's what we're paying attention to. So, And I have felt that way before in my life. And I, I've swept it out. Like, well, I don't need to live that way. I don't need to feel that way. And my little girl, it was just my little girl who was feeling that way. And like right. she needed to prove herself. So just giving her a lot of love, which brings me to nurturing. Mm -hmm. Nurturing ourselves is really important. We are going through huge, 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 huge transitions on really big levels, not to mention like the energetics and the in the sphere and like just what we're experiencing energetically with the solar flares and all these different things. We're experiencing transitions in our body. Opportunities to upgrade our DNA are alive and well. And and some of you might be focused on those aspects, but also just the deaths and surrenders we're talking about. Um, right. You know, releasing programming, releasing old victim patterns, and maybe physical deaths. Some of us are losing family members, losing mm -hmm. pets, and we just want to send a really deep, heartfelt, compassionate breath and love to everyone who's losing or has lost someone at this time, and and just that we love you and support you, and know that all we all know that th those that have left are great it's those that are left behind and are are yearning for our beautiful friends mm -hmm. so we just hold ourselves in that love and support that that we are all together no matter no matter how far and wide and to keep that perspective real wide as you walk down the path remembering it's not just this it's about the journey it's not about a destination and we're that's a, it's a continued evolution of expansion into greater harmony yeah and as you were sharing that which was beautiful um the honoring of the emotions is really important through through deaths physical deaths deaths of relationships deaths of situations um to, to honor the emotions rather than maybe push them aside or say oh i shouldn't feel this way or if i was more evolved i wouldn't <laughs> feel this way to sim to simply honor whatever it is that comes up uh, through those difficult moments and that and that being said to release 
the mind from staying and playing out a story that keeps you in the emotions of sadness or grief. I know that's something I, you know, continue to look at in my life. It's like, am I, I'm, I think I might be perpetuating that anger by playing this story again and again and again and again. Okay, no, I don't want to do that. So being more, that comes back to awareness. You recognize your emotions, you honor your emotions, and then and then if you feel like, you know what, I, I've been crying like for three hours now. What What's in my head? What am I thinking about? Is that really, is it just emotions or am I thinking myself deeper into these emotions? So what comes up while you're talking, I was... Um telling someone about CompuCamp recently because this it was it actually helped I realized why I did it I was in CompuCamp as a fifth grader I was a kind of brilliant <laughs> never little, heard of that a computer camp uh-huh. and uh, I loved all those kind of I loved yeah re- I, I was yeah as a voracious child mm-hmm. so um, anyway I was doing like Apple IIe programming you know at 10 mm. you do like that's what you did and you know mm-hmm. it's like this whole thing and I was making graphics but simple programming Line 10, if such and such, go to line 50. If such and such, skip. So they're loops. They're both loops. So this is, uh, I realized like, oh, I know why I went to that. Because it's Mm. actually understanding the programming. Mm -hmm. So let's say you say, if I was more involved, which you just said, if uh, somebody might say, if I was more involved, I would do blah, blah. Yes. It's a phrase. So the second we say the phrase, if blah blah then go to right now we've just inset the program that thinks that i'm not enough and i am supposed to be something which leads us to a false light path actually mm-hmm. because um the evolution the the actual truth is the opposite of that if you're evolving then you're going to do what we just talked about be aware validate trust mm-hmm. be willing to look at the self be trusting and, and honest with yourself which means actually the opposite it means feeling everything yes. and going through the mire and sometimes it's not fun and it's muddy and it's dirty and blah 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 so the false light path is telling you it's all unicorns and roses which we there are unicorns and roses we love unicorns and roses mm-hmm. but we can't like bask in the unicorns and roses if we've got all the time if we've got yeah. well if we've got things festering in our heart we mm-hmm. can, if we are in unity, I could choose to stay in unicorns and roses myself, but maybe I'm going to help. It doesn't mean that, it, let's see, we could all the time if we're in that place ourselves, mm-hmm. right? But if I still have something in myself that's making me fester, then I'm, I need to feel it. Yeah. I need to bring it up like we just talked about. And so mm-hmm. I'm bypassing if I don't deal with it. I'm not being evolved. Instead, I'm bypassing right. my or feelings. Or sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. Right. So bringing everything to the light mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to do so because it just creates more joy and more fun. And nothing lasts anyway. So even in the darkest moments, they, they're only there for so long. Like I was saying about, you know, being on the airplane with the fever. I knew I knew there'd be a moment I wasn't there anymore. So that's okay. It's gonna this too shall pass. It was a long eleven hours, but it it did. It eventually passed. So everything's temporal. It's all moving yeah. and changing. It's all moving. It's constant motion. Nothing is in standstill or stagnant. And so we, we really are. It's kind of like relish the chapter of wherever you're at, because it will end. And you will start a new one, guaranteed. So whatever you're experiencing, relish it. Mm 
Whatever it is, fully experience it. Bring your awareness into it. Feel it. Breathe it. Taste it. Ingest it. Like build it, and and be grateful and look at everything right in front of you. Because if you're looking at everything right in front of you, you're gonna get all the things. You're gonna be playing your game, and you're gonna be leveling up as you deal with your emotions, your feelings, and everything that's coming forward with authentic, honest complete awareness in yourself trusting source and allowing and we have to go yes love you love 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 aloha see you next time everybody <laughs> aloha